0: Mm. Oh yeah, baby. Ride
1: the snake.
2: All right, modern problem show. Davy Love in the house. Yeah. Let me introduce you to my co-host <laughs> extraordinaire, Mike Tepper, the Hot Stepper. Yeah. Missy is off tonight Soramar is in Tulum We are hoping to get a hold of her We will, I think, next week uh, But uh, let me tell you about our sponsors <laughs> The ones that pay the bills
1: Pay the bills
2: Ugh, Seems kind of stressed mm-hmm. I hate this fucking weather But you know what? The Remedy has everything I need. 43 North Colony Road, Wallingford, Connecticut. Connecticut's first CBD craft store. If you don't feel like going in the rain or anything else, you can also hit them up at theremedy.care.
1: Ooh, yeah.
2: Tepper, tell them about High AF Coffee.
1: Ooh, High AF Coffee. Keeps me running, baby. Oh, High AF. You want to feel good? You want to... You need some of that good, good coffee, do you, son? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You got to go to our sponsor, HiAFCoffee.com, brought to us by our good friend, the multi-talented, amazing Alexis Fox.
2: All right. And speaking of Sormar, like we were before, mindful serenity Mm, healing. You can see Sormar get a healing. They will help. She will help you out with all your needs. She's also a life coach and a spiritual advisor. You want the feeling? You need to see. Mindful Serenity Healing dot oh, yeah. com. Can't fake the Reiki Who else we got?
1: Who else? Who else we got? Who else we got? Antonio's.
2: Oh, Antonio's! You want some great Italian food, homemade bread? Feel like you're in Italy? Italy! 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 That's right. Antonio's They're in Beacon Falls.
1: Check them out. Go see Chris. Tell him we sent you.
2: Who else we got? Who oh, else
1: we got? We got a, You know who we got? some of the damn finest pizza oh, in the shit. great state of Connecticut. That's right. <laughs>
2: Papa's Pizza. Papa. Papa's Pizza has two locations. One on Naugatuck Ave in Devon and the other is Papa's 2 right on... I don't know the name hey. of the road, but there's two locations. Best Pizza Around. Go hit them up. Ask for Russ. Papa's Pizza Online. They have mm-hmm. the best pizza in New Haven oh, County. yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay. Oh, you know what? We don't have, uh, have you ever started OnlyFans?
1: Uh, not yet, but, you know, I've been considering it. You
2: have been considering it, yeah. The key to having a good OnlyFans is having a good photographer. And you know who you used oh, to see? Chad Anderson Chad Photography.
1: Anderson.
2: Chad Anderson. ChadAndersonPhoto.com. Correct. That's right. You're a band. You're not getting much gigs. ChadAndersonPhoto.com. And you know what? You want a Fandle, an interactive candle, right? Done by our thing? Hit them up, ValiumJustIncreases.net.
1: That's right. And the one we love so much. We love her. We forget her every fucking week. Hoppy Jewels.
2: Hoppy Jewels. They're amazing. She took down Um, her website. She's doing everything more personal, but she does do, uh, she has like outfitted the arms of many celebrities. Many, many. And we love her, even though we're not from Vegas. And you know what? It's Emily's birthday this week, so happy birthday, Emily. happy birthday to you. (laughs) All right. Tonight we got a big show. We have Jordan Jade, Uh, so it's going to be a good one.
0: Really big show. Hello.
2: Hello, Jordan Jade. How are you? This is Davey Love from Modern Problem Show. How are you doing this evening?
0: Great. How are you?
2: Good, good. Let me introduce you to my co-host, Mike Tepper the Hot Stepper.
1: Hey. Ooh. <laughs> how you doing, Jordan?
0: I'm <laughs> good. Yeah, how are you?
1: All right, good. So
0: You got you gotta show and truth with a name like that. <laughs> <With> that <laughs> intro. <laughs>
2: Well, we actually, to be honest, like we we smoked a little and we just ate some pizza and yeah, so we're have, like state a half pizza, nice. Yeah, we're <laughs> like kind of mellowed, right feeling now.
0: good and satisfied. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. some good awesome. uh, gelato. So, ooh, very nice. Yeah, oh yeah. So, um, how I got a question for you to start off the interview here. How did ask you ask me? How did you get started in the cannabis industry?
0: Um i start well i got started in cannabis i started in the black market of course before everything was legal i started i started selling weed at 16 and it's kind of just being a product of my environment growing up in vallejo california in northern california Mm -hmm. in the 707 area um it's a place that's kind of known for cannabis uh, cultivation sales my area especially um isn't like the best area ever so there was a whole lot of drug sales outside like cannabis and other products but just being in that culture and having it be so commonplace you know everyone was smoking at 15 16 years old at least like at the high school I went to Mm. so so many of my peers and the older people that I was hanging out with were selling weed and you know I wanted to to join and from there just kept, kept doing it and never stopped. <laughs> um, so obviously that was black market. I started working at a dispensary, um, in high school, in college, obviously that was black market. Right. Um, I was in college 2007 so <laughs> 211. So that was a little later. And then from there, I held, um, various corporate careers until cannabis was finally legalized uh-huh. And then once it became legal, I became a sales rep for a portfolio of THC brands. Started mm. doing public speaking for CBD because it was kind of a newer um, cannabinoid that a lot of people weren't aware of and educated on. Right. And I was in the pharmaceutical industry beforehand. So, um, I have a nutrition degree, so I went. I started working at a hospital and hated it. It was just super depressing. And everyone's like, "Hey, you know, you sell weed anyways. You do drug sales. You might as well do legal drug sales." So I was like, "Good idea." <laughs> so I got into transition to pharmaceutical sales. Did that for six years, and at first it was great and lucrative, but then it, I kind of got insight into how corrupt the pharmaceutical mm. industry can be. Oh yeah. Um. Um, and dealt with that for a while before I, I started doing, um, public community classes, just like free educational classes in the San Francisco Bay area where I'm from and live, Mm -hmm. uh, just for free in conjunction with a local dispensary that I worked with. And, um, just leading them with like a panel of doctors, psychiatrists, other supporters, professional supporters. And, um, my pharmaceutical company somehow found out and I got fired Mm. for educating the public on CBD, even though they had a CBD product in their pipeline. Oh my gosh. FDA approval. So yeah, you see the irony there pipeline pun (laughs) included. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so yeah, I left, my pharmaceutical career at that point and that's what kind of pushed me into public speaking because i was just very passionate about wanting people to be educated and know about natural alternative kind of healthier in certain regards options for health because i just saw you know, from my own work experience and other experience and other stories of the pharmaceutical world and industry that a lot of people are really taken advantage of by mismarketing and being miseducated. And, you know, there's always been a sense of, oh, your doctor knows all like put, you know, and, you know, there's so many people that just do whatever their doctor tell them to do and put their whole health and their family health in another human's hands and takes their direction and it's like wait this person is a doctor of medicine like they've only know about drugs and medicines right. they don't know about your mental health i mean to a certain extent that but you know it's a little more holistic than that you know they don't take into account your mental health your emotional health spiritual health potentially and you know all the other pieces of the puzzle and just want to put a band-aid over symptoms instead of really diving into the the Basis and origin of why These health issues started so You know like I said I just just saw So much of the right it's yeah it's all For profit so that's what I that's what I started Public speaking on is like hey I want you guys to know like think for Yourself don't just do whatever The public health or your doctor Is telling you to do like you can still, If someone tells you to get a surgery or Take these pills or these injections You still have the discretion to Take an alternative right you know Do your own research and and um make that decision for yourself, be self-informed. So that's something that I really advocated for. Like I said, I was just sick of seeing people unwell, unhealthy, sick people get taken advantage of so that million dollar huge corporations could make more money. Right. It right. just wasn't right to me. And um and I've always been a cannabis consumer, so it just made me way more passionate about that after having the pharmaceutical experience. Um And like I said, I've always been on the sales side for THC. Obviously, when CBD got introduced, um, I started doing sales for that, too. And in my pharmaceutical career, I worked with a variety of health realms, but my ending one was oncology. Mm. So it was really moving to speak to all these um, oncology cancer patients who had amazing success stories with cannabinoid use and yeah, not, not yeah. necessarily just CBD, some THC, some RSO, you know, a lot of different forms, but they all, all had success. Almost all that used it had great success. And, you know, it was, it was so nice to see people using plant medicine instead of chemicals and pharmaceutical products that have a lot of other potential just bad, it's just chemicals, you know, preservatives,
2: right, right.
0: fillers, you know, just unnecessary things like that. And, <clears throat> you know, you can grow cannabis yourself depending on where you live and what the climate is. So it's also, there's the sustainability factor to it. Right. Um. So that's how I started in it. <laughs>
2: oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Now, like, I, I agree with you hundred percent on everything. I think the the doctors though, they're definitely making money off of the big pharma to push their drugs too, and that's the whole vicious cycle.
0: Definitely. And I'm I'm not I'm not insinuating that medical professionals are bad or doctors are bad anyway. I just want people to understand that they are doctors of medicine. Every doctor has a specific thing. So you know if you're just seeing a general General medicine doctor. They've been trained in medicine, so if you aren't going to leave with a nutrition plan and you know mental health awareness plans, you're going to leave with a prescription, right? Because right. that's what they've been trained to do.
2: Yep, take this, so, fix it.
0: And you know, not all healthcare is like that. There's also no. now like VIP doctors and ones that give more like one-on-one care. But I'm talking about for the most, like in general the most of western healthcare's approach to medicine is pharmaceutical intervention before before anything else
2: right yeah, yeah. i think it's funny now that you see how cbd has come along because you have people like in my parents age group and mm-hmm. they they like they treat it like we treated weed like when we're in high school yeah. <laughs> like yo you got some weed man like like real secretive and shit they do that about totally. cbd I've seen them talk to their They've said oh my friend needs some CBD Can you get us some And I'm yeah. like yeah like, you can get it yourself You, you can know? get that
1: shit at the fucking uh, The grocery store man yeah.
2: like, yeah, anywhere. Yeah. Or you can get it at a gas station Not t- recommending that I would not but recommend
1: it but yeah it's,
0: it's so funny but it's also completely Understandable when you consider All the anti-cannabis propaganda True. And all the marijuana oh, yeah. laws yeah. And you know hemp Used to actually be I'm sure you guys know this, but just a main source for everything, literally like textiles, oil, medicine. Uh, but it used to be heavily, the oil used to be used for as, as medicine. And then I think Mm -hmm. it was like the early 1900s, maybe before then my time, my time is kind of off that, um, you know, all these other industries came in and then they started to villainize cannabis and made it illegal because it would have wiped out every other industry that's trying to make money.
2: Right. Right. So,
0: you know, things that are sustainable and that you can (laughs) grow yourself and make yourself and aren't, aren't fun for the government and for big corporations that want to take all your money. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's so,
2: that's why. That's why uh, it's not. That's why it's legal in some states, illegal in others, and not federally legal. Yet. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because those those people that we're talking about—big pharma, the the politicians, the upper three percent—they haven't figured out a way to monetize on it yet. Right. And once they do, that's when
1: it's going to be legal. <laughs> that's when right. it won't be a problem.
0: Which I I believe will be. Fairly soon hopefully.
1: It, 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 Yeah It has to be I mean especially like We're in Connecticut And there's been a big push Towards legalization Not just of You know of Marijuana of, You know For THC But also I mean The Connecticut Valley Grows the best Tobacco leaf In the world And hemp grows Under the exact Same conditions So we are like we're, We are poised To grow Enormous amounts Of industrial hemp mm-hmm. And like That's part of The big push here you know, it's like, there's so many, so many benefits. Yeah. You know,
0: it's crazy. I'm super big on the destigmatization of cannabis, cannabis, excuse me, which is kind of starting to happen now that it's legal and it's more acceptable and more commonplace. It's kind of pushed more in the category of alcohol, I think more than medicine, but at least it's more acceptable, which is fine. I just, I, it bothers me when people think that cannabis consumers are the typical like stoner on the couch like kind of that do you remember the anti cannabis propaganda commercials oh, where they yeah. had when they someone, melt like, into the couch on the cou- yeah those are those. i want that strain
2: of- i want that strain i don't care i when i saw right? that back then i was like oh where can i get me that strain <laughs>
1: That's what I'm looking for. Exactly. Honestly, yeah. that,
2: that was the reverse effect. Just like that Share. one, yeah. Son, where did you learn how to do this? And then he goes, "I learned from watching you, Dad." Oh, he yeah, pulls out good. his weed stash. Like I was like, So hey. "We're all
0: familiar, right?" Oh, oh so, yes. I mean, so many people. That's been pounded in the in the media. That type of imaging forever. So a lot of elderly, not even elderly. I mean, it doesn't even matter your age, but you know, some of the older people that have grown up with it being legal their entire life think it's just horrible. And it's still, this should be like this class one scheduled drug in the same category as heroin and methamphetamine, which like I said, if, if you believe the media and all the outlets you see, and they're pounding that in your head for 50 years, that cannabis is evil, then, you know, what are you going to think? when you see your granddaughter or grandson consuming it, you're going to think it's all bad. So it's kind of funny, interesting, but also not too funny if they aren't willing to be a little more open-minded and hear that that was actually initially wrong and it should be very legal and everyone should be growing it in their backyard and making everything with it. Right. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like I said, I'm big on the destigmatization because – that bothers me because, I, like I said, I've consumed cannabis almost every single day since I was 15. And I consider myself to be um, fairly successful, at least professionally. I've had, like I said, a variety of corporate careers. I did very well in pharmaceuticals, even though I have qualms with them. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, I'm the first person out of my, all my family and friends to go to college um, wow. Still, none of my friends have gone to college. Um, homeowner, business owner, multiple businesses. And I credit my success to cannabis use. Honestly, I would not have been able to get through college without smoking weed. Like, it literally motivated me. There'd be days where I'm like, I'm not going to class. Fuck this. Right. And then I'd smoke and get motivation. So it's kind of like, you know, it affects everyone differently. It totally depends on your mental, emotional, psychological, physical state and various factors. But mm. for me, it was a source of motivation for the most part throughout school, throughout my jobs, um, mood, <laughs> oh, I agree. stabilization. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I also yeah. suffer from anxieties, very severe insomnia. So I I need it. So like I said, I don't think I would be as successful and great of a person and have as much experience and network that I have if it wasn't for consuming cannabis.
2: Oh, I agree. And since you brought up your businesses, you have your CBD company. Um,
0: yes.
2: Jade Healing Company? Yes, Jade, Jade Healing Co. Co.
0: Jade yeah. Healing
2: Co. Very nice. I've uh, checked that out. You seem to label that and put that more into a high-end market of CBD
0: yeah well it's I, I mean I wanted the focus to be on healing and mm. kind of the, the ethos with the company is factoring in the emotional health the, right. You know, psychological health other factors like that um, and like I said I, I did work pharmaceutical sales so I still have a lot of doctors that are on board with cannabis so a lot of my accounts are doctor's offices, Mm -hmm. med spas, chiropractic, um, acupuncture, um, physical therapists, massage therapists, kind of more, um, like I said, med spa, but still health professionals using it.
2: Right. I just like how the, the, uh, packaging is on all of your products.
0: Thank you so much. I appreciate that. It's
2: like, it's definitely, uh, keeps it more to, it's more a high end product. Uh, then compared to like something else, when someone like my parents would look at it and be like, "Ah, uh, this looks like Willie Nelson bathes in this." I'm not going <laughs> to use it. You know what I mean? That's and I know Christ. you've seen this marketing. I'm gonna like make fun of it. I don't it, know,
1: man. You know? Willie Nelson but, bathing in it is a selling point for me personally. See, that's I what mean, I'm saying. Some people I would, would love it. that. You know, <laughs> some people. Well, so,
0: for anyone listening that hasn't seen my products, it's all it's Jade Healing Co. So it's all jade color um jade designs on it and outside of my name being jordan jade it is a bit of a personal brand but also the jade stone what it signifies in holistic healing and crystal therapy is that it's kind of associated with like good health Mm -hmm. wealth Mm -hmm. love um it's associated with the heart chakra if you're into that but it's supposed to be kind of useful for treating stress anxiety um and represents other things like strength, good health. So just the whole like ethos and meaning around the jade stone is why the brand has that because CBD is healing, you know, and that's just the focus with it.
2: Right, right. I agree, and I I think that you also hit on the the right products as well. The tincture, and you have a bomb on there as well too. So you have the yeah.
0: The- i feel like those are all the standard products that companies should have they are people always ask people always ask me hey like i i want to try cbd what should i take right and that my answer to that is well what are you using it for and what are your preferences because that will determine which product would be best for your ailment and what you like to do um what I mean by that is, is this something, is this an internal issue? Is it topical? Is it in one space? Is it throughout your body? Cause that would change if you're taking a, a tincture versus, you know, a balm on your hands mm-hmm. or a hurt place. Right. Also some people don't like sublingual oil, even though I recommend the oil because the purpose for putting it sublingually is there's a bunch of little blood vessels in your tongue and it, in your mouth. So it absorbs very quickly into your bloodstream and doesn't have to go through your digestive tract and kind of get broken down and take a little while. But some people don't like oil in their mouth. So I've had people that I think it'd be great for, and they're like, I just can't stomach it. Right. I'm like, it's not bad. But to offset that, um, I also have flavored tinctures. So I can't, I can't really do unflavored tinctures. It's like, it's, it's hemp oil. It's a plant extract. So right. it's going to taste hempy, earthy, yeah, almost it's, leafy, it's, you know? It's not
1: great, but I mean, yeah. You know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um, we have flavored tinctures for that. And then also, you know, if you don't want to do an oil, we have gummies. If you don't want to do gummies, there's different flavors. Um, there's also capsules if you don't want to do either of those. So, like I said, it depends on what your ailment is and what your preference for method of ingestion is
2: right right i just think that you are creative with the marketing i know you say you pick the standards but you pick the standards well of what the market entails a lot of people go all over the place with it they have injectables and they have like every kind of vape and then they have the flower and i'm like okay it's a little overkill now if it gets to that point that's where i'm just gonna go get some thc you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah and the flower aspect for I mean, like, I just want it all to be healing. So flour right. with with smoking, yeah, that is another option and um, way quicker onset of action, but depending on how you can assume it, that not might not be the most healing method. even though i I consume flour and smoke cannabis every day, there's still you know, pluses and minuses with that method,
2: right, right. Yeah, I see. You're a preferred uh, joint smoker, am I right?
0: Uh, Backwoods, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a bowl smoker. I, I blame Northern California for my backwood addiction. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, what what is your favorite strain? What do you prefer?
0: Oh gosh, I don't have like a super duper specific favorite. Um, but I do prefer indica strains yeah. over sativa or hybrid yes um, i yeah. I cultivate indica all day all day every day
1: oh yeah um,
0: but my tolerance is so high because like I said, I've consumed every day almost since I was fifteen. Mm. And uh, and I use it for insomnia. So I have really severe insomnia and I took sleeping pills for years and then didn't they, they kind of the efficacy wore off. And yeah, then they yeah. had me on like Xanax and other pills that I didn't really want to be taking. Right. You know, d- daily. So I started using edibles instead. Although my flower tolerance is so high that I now at this point flower doesn't put me to sleep. Um, so I consume edibles nightly. so my and it's been years now so my tolerance is like super crazy high just because i'm consuming like you know right a thousand milligrams a day so um it doesn't have too much of a distinct difference for me personally strain to strain i know other people it can be night and day yeah it can you know have a different strain and have a completely different feeling and effect for me which is which is great. Like I wish I had that sensitivity to it. Right. Um, yeah. I need to just take a tolerance break, but I've been saying that for years <laughs> <now>. <laughs> It's going to happen someday, I promise. <laughs> I
2: used to like a, a like hybrid but indica-dominant, and then sometimes I would like a sativa-dominant uh, hybrid would be fine. But straight yeah, I'll, I'll sativa. I still
0: smoke it, but if I'm gonna buy yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of straight sativa. It has to be like mm. really, really great top notch for me to smoke.
2: Well, after but I'm 2020, also not
0: pass.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I won't pass either. I mean I I had yeah. some with our co host that isn't here right now, but she had sativa once and it was mm. straight she, that's all she smokes and like i hit it and i was like "Woo!" i was like i felt like i, I hit a line and i've been sober 25 years and i was like oh my god i was like <laughs> i do not like this it made me all anxious See, man, when we I wasn't used to it right so I'm, especially with all the stress with uh 2020 oh, when yeah. you're all on edge i was like indica all the way it made me creative i had all control day. if i wanted to go to sleep i could go to sleep indica all day
0: Right. The, the only thing that I am a little sadiddy about is I smoke indoor versus outdoor or a sun-grown or greenhouse-grown cannabis because I cultivate, too. Ooh, so I've yeah. grown weed since um, college, so for like nine years. Right. But I've, I've always grown outdoor primarily. I've done indoor a couple of times, but it's way more labor-intensive, mm. way more work, way more watching them. You have to make sure all the different... Levels of you know oxygen and water, everything is on point. Yeah, Outdoor yeah. in a, in Northern California where I still live is a little easier because the weather is so perfect for it. So you can literally just—I mean, it's not this simple. I don't want to oversimplify it, but you can plant them,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: and they'll grow. without yeah, right, Too yeah, much yeah, extra like, work or care, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's different versus it's, it's, indoor. It's definitely totally different. different definitely
1: of. different in the Northeast, though. You know, you get a lot of guys uh, doing indoor grow, and some of it's amazing
0: like oh yeah like
1: guys who really know what they're doing but then you also get into like the new like auto flower strains and that's like a whole other weird situation yeah um, you know where where you've got like like 24 hour grow cycles it's it's just i find that yeah stuff, I, I i find that stuff just isn't isn't the same
0: it seems so, a little gmo-y to me well well, yeah, well <laughs> yeah. and,
1: and it is i mean like it was created it was created by like i, I believe it was guys right. guys in russia to be able to grow above the arctic circle Mm. when they have light like constantly but that's not how Mm. that's not how the plants want to grow
0: right yeah i think everything's just kind of healthier for you when it's grown in its most natural state like organic food versus it being you know grown year-round somewhere that it doesn't really grow naturally it's not going to taste as good
2: right
1: well yeah it's like i mean like you know even my, my garden my home garden I grow summer vegetables in the summer and winter vegetables in the winter. You know, like I'm not trying to grow tomatoes in December in, in Connecticut.
0: Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, it's the same thing. I I totally recommend that everyone grows cannabis if they can. But same with their own food, especially now. Um, seems like the, the food crisis. Across the nation are going up. I don't know if there's a food shortage that's about to happen or what's going on, but right. I just promote self-sustainability yes, for any yes. any area of life. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. So it's like if, yeah. you, if you have the space, if you are lucky enough to have a backyard or even a little balcony yeah, or whatever, you could grow stuff. Definitely in grow it yeah. if you're in the area. It, even if you're not, if you have a closet, get you could do a little indoor tent and grow your own too. Oh, yeah. Like I said, it's a little more time intensive you do have to check on them a lot more and make sure the oxygen and carbon and everything is you know can control all the factors all the environmental factors but that's why it comes out so great because you're being the sun (laughs) Uh, yeah exactly yeah yeah, i highly condone that there's no way i'd be able to afford my nightly edible consumption if i didn't if i didn't grow and Mm. process and create my own edibles because the the prices are just so crazy oh yeah
2: yeah that's the problem with the uh the legal market the prices are insane
0: that's why there's still a black market
2: oh yeah (laughs) Yeah, i think there always will be thriving like crazy if you know the right people you don't have to go to the dispensaries not that i'm telling anyone on the podcast to do that but
0: I mean, but but but, but, I mean, but let's be for real. But I am. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Do what makes sense for your life and budget.
2: Yes, Correct. Yes, Correct. Exactly,
0: exactly. But a lot, of,
2: sometimes I'll find, like, I have a good connection and it's black market, but it's all organic and everything else. It's better than anything they have in the dispensary. Oh, yeah. Because all that Perfect. stuff is, like, government oh, grown, man, like, with all steroids oh. and everything. It's not organic. All the GMO
1: oh, crabs yeah. in there. D- dude dude, I get from, and he, like, bubbles his own worm castings for fertilizer. It's like everything's organic top to bottom. <laughs> wow. It's like wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, I'd smoke his weed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 hey. I'd smoke that. Hey.
1: Well, when if, you're in the if, New York if you're ever if you're in in, area, we'll get you. We'll something. have you in studio. We'll hang out and have a smoke <laughs> trash
0: mm, I think you guys need to just come to California. That's actually the right route. Well, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. I think well, that is I mean, the right that's, route. That's
1: that's definitely that's definitely coming up soon. Anyway. Yeah. that We
2: are going to be heading out west soon yeah. to visit and uh do awesome. some shit out there because yeah. we have a lot of friends and. We Want to do like yeah, a smoker yeah, tour and visit our friends and try yeah. different strains? Yeah, I've actually got you guys a, do
0: yeah. have a lot of friends here, you're pretty popular, so you're, you're <laughs> doing you, you have a 420 um special occasion already planned,
2: yes, we do. And I I was going to ask we do, you if you yeah. would uh love to be a guest on that,
0: absolutely. Hurrah. You know, I'm there,
2: all right, That's cool, because uh, we would love to have you on and uh, before. I uh go into anything B- big now.
0: teaser everyone tune in <laughs> oh yeah yeah definitely tune in
2: now you you were telling me you were getting into music I saw I've seen a couple things on Instagram. Uh-oh. could you tell us about that?
0: yes, absolutely so I actually I started dabbling in music like ten years ago when I was in college, my boyfriend at the time who I was with all through college was just like a local hip hop artists. So I was always in studios and always around people making music. And of course these weren't the most sophisticated studios. It was like in an apartment room and you would record in the closet. So it wasn't super crazy sophisticated studios, but it still piqued my interest and I started to learn basics just from being around it. Mm. Um, and loved it. Totally fell in love with it. Nice. I've always been super passionate about music. And the city where I grew up in Vallejo, California, is um, even though it's a very small town, there's a lot of music artists from there. Mm. Um, so it's it's just always been something that I loved. And then uh, so I started doing it in college. My boyfriend at the time was um, tragically murdered, so I stopped oh, it oh, and put it down for like ten years. I was like, I don't, I'm not doing this. And then I recently like a year ago maybe to got back into it because um, there's different systems now so I was using like Fruity Loops and Pro Tools before <laughs> oh, if yeah. you're familiar with that oh, yeah. and now I now I'm on uh, Logic for Apple okay, Logic yeah. Pro X I don't know if you heard of that yep. and it's just super user friendly just a different system different things so I started getting into it and kind of brought back my love for it I was like I forgot how much I love this it's literally music therapy like why have I not been doing this over the years but you know there's a little bit of trauma attached to it so now that I'm healed and fine <laughs> I'm back making music and I love it it's honestly music therapy is real just like plant oh, yeah. That's medicine right. oh, yeah. plant therapy yeah. um, music therapy is very real for me and uh, it's it's real literally on a physics level everything oh, is yeah. vibration yeah. Right. everything emits a different vibration and you can easily change your mood and emotions with the power of sound um, in different vibrations and that's just sound healing. So I think music therapy is real. I, am not making, um, like (laughs) meditation beats or anything like that, (laughs) but I'm just saying like going in and, and just playing around with different sounds and music and putting a, a beat together is really calming and therapeutic for me. So that's what I love to do. I love writing too. So I, I really enjoy writing songs. Um, so i consider myself more of a music producer songwriter than music art artist, just because my vocals haven't that wasn't the the big uh, <laughs> first talent you know yeah, yeah. so i do have a you have a beautiful voice of, thank you so much but i do have a little bit of auto-tune in my singing so i just did my first video it should be out very soon i'm literally just waiting to get that back oh nice and then af- after i put that out it's going to be everywhere like spotify itunes youtube all the typical music platforms and then i'll just continue to put out other videos and releasing an ep my first ep later this year awesome um and i'm super excited like i said it's just something i love i've been i've had all these corporate jobs forever like i said i i started in the hospital i did the pharmaceutical job and i've been doing cannabis sales but it's still a lot of running around so that's I still am a sales rep for four THC brands, wow. but right. all of my dispensary sales um, is what kind of funds my CBD brand and my music ventures. So I have a pub, I own a publishing company too. So I own my CBD company, Jade Healing Co., and then a publishing, so that all of the music I make and put out and songwrite, uh, if it's lucrative, it'll come back to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Smart
2: move. Smart move. Definitely. Yeah. That's I'm awesome. Excited. Well, when your music comes out, we will push it for sure. We will share Thank it. Thank you
0: so much. I appreciate that. Definitely. It's, um, I'm like a hip-hop head. Where I'm from, it's all rappers. There's so many rappers that came out of there. I don't know if you're familiar with E-40 or Mac Dre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so they're from Vallejo, so yeah. that's like kind of what I grew up listening to right. and on. So when I made the announcement I was doing music, everyone's like, oh, I can't wait to hear your raps. <laughs> 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 but, like, but I'm like, no, that's not my vibe. So it's actually like lounge music. It's all kind of lo-fi.
1: okay um, oh, I like lounge. that. Okay, lounge. Like, like, yeah, all lo-fi, like, really loungy. Like, lounge-y. Yeah. like li- yeah. library music. Chill music. Yeah.
0: Yeah, chill that's, smoking music. Yes that's yeah.
1: That's what we in the business call library music because you make it to be sold to sound libraries.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Yes. Yeah, Tepper's dad actually was in uh, he was
1: in publishing for a long time. I'm actually a world touring bassist. Um, so no, that's amazing. Know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but we will def-
2: awesome. we will definitely uh, push that for sure.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you. as soon as i I think you guys will like it. Like I said, just loungey vibe, something to smoke too. Yeah, oh, we definitely it. Everybody, <laughs> everybody needs <laughs> okay. that.
2: We definitely will love it.
0: So you're wait, you're a world traveling bassist. I am, yeah. That's so amazing. It's, it, um, do you play any other instruments, or you're just just
1: bass? Um, I play. I play a million instruments, but I mean, my main instrument is bass. Yeah.
0: That's so cool. Nice. That's super good. I, mean, I love bass. My, so like I said, I, I kind of just got back into music. Um, what really kind of pulled me back in is before legalization, like I said, I had a, a variety of jobs. One of them was at Apple, not at their retail stores, but at their corporate office in Silicon Valley. Um, oh, wow. I thought, I thought tech would be cool. So I managed to get a job there and did it for a year and then hated it. But I met a bunch of iTunes people, so I met all these audio Ooh, engineers nice, nice. Um, that that do like create the music and do all the mixing and mastering for all the Apple commercials, things oh, like nice, that. So nice. my music, my first song was mixed at the Apple corporate offices. That's pretty cool. And mastered there. <laughs> yeah, wow. but um, nice. that's one handy. of my yeah one of my really good friends there that got me back into music uh, was a, a fairly known guitarist. Um, but he was in this band, like rock metal band, or I guess new metal. But the lead singer <laughs> well. was Jada, Pink, Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know that she had a rock band <laughs> yep. called Wicked Wisdom. Are you familiar with it? Sure did. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so the the lead guitar pocket Andre, that's okay. who I met at Apple and kind of got cool. me back into music.
2: Very cool. I think you should you should take over her thing, put it in an Instagram and call it the Green Table Discussions and then have guests on and do Instagram. What do you think about that?
0: That's a great idea. There Especially if I can get that Jada money.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, you can. You can if you, if the cannabis market keeps going the way it will and you're, you're already Man, that. already I'm
0: working on it.
2: You're the Jada Pinkett Smith of the cannabis industry, so... Oh,
0: no, that's... No, I don't want to be that. <laughs> I'm like, who so am I having an affair with? Like, no. Oh, God. Well, we'll do... We'll, do, we'll make another character for me.
2: <laughs> well, if that's the case, you got to have some funny dude be Will just crying like...
0: <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> but it
2: could, you could just say he's not crying it's the strain that he has you know
0: <laughs> you are funny yo i thought this was gonna be a full hour that's what i had it down as
2: oh no we we usually do like half hour 45 minutes but we say it can go up to an hour yeah, how, it depends it goes, how you know. it goes you know how you feel or whatever
0: oh okay okay no it's it's all good i didn't like have much more to talk about i can always, I can, I can always keep going i'm like okay
1: you guys cut me off no i'm just kidding <laughs> right. no no this interview this interview is great yeah now we, we've had some people in the past where after like 10 minutes we're like jesus christ what did we do this is fucking awful like Ugh.
0: like they aren't talkative
1: yeah like they had like they wanted to do the interview and then they had nothing to say like we interviewed, oh, one, one, we interviewed one comedian she was like It talking to us from the back of a cab On the way to another interview It was like Oh yeah She was was horrible Horrible Totally awful
0: Oh, gosh. How, if you're a comedian, you have to have, like, personality and, like, she, Yeah, social. no, she sucked. Not- yeah, she, <laughs> was, right. she
2: was recommended, and somebody told yeah, yeah. told me to uh, have her, and I was like, okay, and it was a friend who's a stand-up comic, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, worst. and he was like, dude, she's hot and does this funny shit, and blah, 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 and I was like, okay, so I looked, and I was like, all right, I could see. She looks like she'd be a good f- interview, and I could have fun. Nope, totally boring. Sure. Talk- <laughs> talked about the next interview that she was going to do, yeah, she, and- She didn't even have anything to promote,
1: man. She had, like, nothing to say
0: at all.
2: Nothing to say. She's like, yeah, I'm on a taxicab. I could talk
0: all day. Like, I could go on (laughs) an hour tangent about pharmaceuticals and Western medicine. I could go on an hour tangent on CBD, an hour tangent on THC, an hour tangent on, like, the legal market versus black. Like, I could go off all right well, you know, know what? Was like, well
1: we might have prepared. to have you on for like, like a no, regular segment you know?
2: no no <laughs> yeah. you know what now i know this and and since we've had so much fun on this interview we we would love to have you on again yeah. to do all this oh, stuff
0: thank you i'm honored yeah i would love to do a part two like once i actually have more music out publicly and yeah, like okay yeah. actually have radio stations that i could direct to that would be great
2: yeah, we just had, uh, you saw the video, Tash Neal, and we had him playing mm-hmm. uh, George Harrison's guitar. Yeah, that was cool. His, mm-hmm. his album I would recommend getting. Two songs produced by Dan Arbach of the Black Keys. Um, okay. He was just he was just in L.A. with Damon Dash doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, playing with Tiffany Haddish, was pl- singing Proud Mary and while he was playing guitar. It, like, I this mean, guy is- if, if
1: it ever comes out, he's on Kanye's next record. He was just at his ranch recording with him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh,
2: so we we got the right music connections for you on that, too, yeah
0: awesome, perfect, so cool. I'm looking forward to that, yeah, yeah.
2: and then uh we'll, we'll look forward to talking to you next week real fast,
0: yeah, just let me know what times would be best for you for four twenty, and we can schedule that in no problem,
2: yeah, you said like, uh, what is it like Bef-
0: before one would be best,
2: okay, it' probably be. Nine o'clock, little like 9:15, At nine fifteen. Well, that would be after six. That would if be six fifteen. Yeah, you're saying before
1: her time, so that would be before four our time. Yeah,
2: I mean, we could we could do. Oh that. yeah, we could do that, Yeah, we could do that for you. Yeah, we got nothing to
1: do.
0: We'll okay. <laughs> if not, if not, if not, I mean, it's not like it's going to be a long thing. I can totally do an evening time too. So yeah,
1: it's it's it just going to be like a couple minutes. It's just going to be everybody. a couple
2: minutes. Like, you yeah. know, act like you're smoking. Cause you probably will be smoking anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're smoking what strain you're smoking and happy four twenty and all that shit. That's all. It's oh yeah.
0: That's no problem. Yeah. We can damn near do it anytime then. Don't cool,
2: even worry cool. about it. Right, cool. Awesome.
0: Awesome. Okay.
2: Well, uh, cool. I lo- look forward to talking to you then. And then whenever you can send me a video, um, i'll put that up this week along with the oh, show Oh yeah
0: you just want me to say like what i just like just hey check out
2: yeah you could do that out. i we always like if someone's smoking it's always good but if you don't want to do oh, that oh
0: okay yeah all right let me wait and i'll do one smoking then
2: yeah there you go and then uh and then that's it and the the podcast should be up wednesday yeah and uh, awesome yeah so everything's good
0: Okay, cool. I'm in Miami and I just ran out of weeds, So give me like a <laughs> day. <laughs> no problem.
2: No problem. I'll Literally s-
0: just ran out. So give me a day to get get that video back to you.
2: <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, thank you okay. so much, Jordan.
0: Yes. Thank you so much. Great right. talks. Great yeah. talk. <laughs> have, a, have a good night. You too. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. All right. Okay. Bye.
2: Bye.
1: All right. That was a great interview, bro. <laughs> It was a good one, yeah. Dude, she's... Ex- a- extremely knowledgeable.
2: And totally surprising, you know? I yeah, was, like, awesome. amazed, like, all the different levels. Yeah. And uh, excited to work with her in the future and do more stuff.
1: Yeah, we're definitely going to have her on for a segment or call her up once in a while, talk about uh, all that good stuff. Definitely, definitely.
2: Yeah. Next week's going to be a good show, the 420 show.
1: 420, man.
2: Uh, we got... Jerry! Our- I see colors, man! Jerry Garcia in the bag, Gee-ee! man. Trash. Next week, we got Garrett Scheider, Parliament Funkadelic. Oh, yeah, baby. Josh David Barrett. Oh, yeah. We've got Tash Neal. Oh, yeah. We've got Sylvia Sage. Oh, yeah. And we've got Jordan J. Oh, yeah. It's 420 Madness. One, two. Tune in next week.
1: Yo. My head hit the mailbox.